Continuing along here in the Akdama, Chavisavav says another two proofs. Number one for the Pazakin, things that obviously come with the Kabbalah and how to learn it, how the din is. Yet it says you have to delve into it and see to it that you try to understand it to its utmost. Proof number two, Vashani, that's what we're holding. And the fact that the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, he's going to bring two Pesukim in Yeshaya now, saying, You know, did you not hear? Did you not know, did you not hear that Hashem, who's the God of the universe, created all of the ends of the world? Now, there are two things here. Yediyah and Shmiyah. Knowing and hearing. Don't you know? In other words, that you have proof from it. Now you can only have proof is that you went into it, you thought about it, and now I have a proof. That's the one way. And then, another you could rely on just hearsay, meaning I heard it from my, my uh, generation beforehand. I heard it from Erebeim. That's the Messiah. So now there's this Shmiya and Yediyah. So you see, even though we have Alei Shamata, even though we already have heard it, and we know what we have to believe, that Hashem created the world, but Alei Adata, but do you know it? Did you look into it yourself? Did you bring the proofs? Same expression. Did you know? Did you hear? This was already told back, way back from uh, before. See here again, even though you have your Shmiya, even though you have your Kabbalah, you know from hearing it, but don't you have to know it, you have to go into it. Another proof that we're obligated to delve into all of these matters of the heart, which is Emuna and Ava and Yira and Kavod and Yichud Hashem and Achna and Bitochin and the list goes on. Bechein Amar Moshe Rabbeinu in Parshas Hazinu Hal Hashem Tigmeluzais. You're paying back Hashem this way. I'm novel v'leichocham. You're a despicable nation, not wise, realizing that Zechor Yemaisalem. Look back at history. Look what Hashem did to earlier generations, the Daramabla, Darafloga. Binu Shnais Darvadar. Delve into Binu, understand the years of generations and generations. What do you want, what are you looking into? What are you understanding? Understand past history, understand what Hashem did. Don't just say Hashem created the world, Hashem is in charge. Look what Hashem did to when people went against Hashem when they rebelled. He took a whole world and he destroyed it with a babble. He took 70 nations and he confused them all up. This is all the Torah is telling us. You have to delve into this. You have to look into the matter. Understand it well and deep. Ask your father and he'll tell it to you. Your elders. And they will say it to you. This too is a proof of what we have said. Just having the tradition... Even though naturally it has to come first because you have to know what to believe and then what to go into. That's what you have to learn first. 
But ain minaz rizus sheyis mechalalavado. But that would not be considered that you're utilizing the capacities that you have to be able to learn more. Don't just rely on that. Whoever can know Again, those who don't have the mental capacity, they're potter. But anyone who does must look into it as deep as he can. I'm reminded once that many years ago I was in Eretz Yisrael for a visit and I was able to meet up on Shabbos with one of my great Rebbeim, Hagoyin Rabosh Arieli Shlita. He has, uh, he's a tremendous tzaddik, Hagoyin. He has the largest daily shear in all of the world. He has about 900 attendees on a daily basis. Tremendous honor, tremendous tzaddik. So, uh, I was able to get, in my days there weren't uh, 900 people. In my days there were about 50 people in the one room we packed in and a few down the hall. But uh, so I got a connection with him, a relationship with him. So when I went back this time to Eretz Yisrael, I walked him home from Shubal and I asked him a difficult question in Chumash by Yaakov Avinu. So he said humbly, he says, I don't know. These are these are, these are very deep concepts. So then he stopped, he says, you know what Rebellion Lapian once said? I said, no, what? He says, Rebellion Lapian said that when he gets up to Shemaim after 120, and they're going to say, you learned, you learned Chumash, Shas, Paiskim, why did you learn Kabbalah? And he says, why did you delve into the secrets of the Torah, Kabbalah, Kabbalistic ideas? So Rebellion Lapian says, and I'm going to tell them in the business Shamala, I'm, I'm an earnest. I had no Rebbe to teach it to me. I don't, didn't know anybody that knew Kabbalah that was able to teach it to me. So I'm Potter. And that's really most of our excuses. First of all, most of us are not holding by learning it. But even if we are, we don't have someone to transmit it. You need some of the Kabbalah, Kabbalistic ideas go from a Rebbe to a Talmud. So that was easy. So Rabashi was saying, therefore your question here is a little too deep. It's it's beyond it's be, it's above my pay scale as they say. I mean, it's not really kabbalistic in Yonim. but that that's what he's saying over here. Someone who t- can't have the capacity at whatever whatever level it is. We're talking about great people who stop. They say we can't go higher than that for kabbalistic ideas. But whatever level a person can, he must delve into. What the intellect could comprehend. To bring proofs from, with, with real strong evidence. That the common sense would apply itself. To those who can do so. Therefore, Amar Machaber says the author, I've already established that there's an obligation of the duties of the heart. And we obligated all of them as I've previously mentioned. And I see that they left it. I means all of the people who write Svarim just neglected this area. They didn't write a specific Sefer about this. And I thought about it. And I thought about it. 
Then I thought, well, maybe because everybody knows about it. But I analyzed it, and I did a survey, and I see, no, most people don't know about it in our generation. Koshkin Lassay, forget about knowing about it, they don't even know about it well enough, they certainly don't do it. Well, the Sasik Bayim, or to delve into these ideas. It was from the great kindness of Hashem on me, says Chavazavavist. Sheherani that he inspired me and aroused me about this whole area of Yiddishkeit, this whole area of Torah, that we have to know the chayvais of the lavavais, the obligations of the heart, and to delve into it, know it well, and to apply it. So he says, I've seen in earlier generations, earlier people, what we received from them, he says, indeed, I found that the real people, they indeed did delve into these ideas. They did study more so than the esoteric or the non-practical dinim and laws that they may come up with. He says this, the Shelas Hanachriyas, the hypothetical areas and questions of Torah. And I see that they did really, they were really where they were supposed to be. They had to learn Allah to know what to do, what not to do, what's mutu, what's asr. But once they knew that, the basic laws, what to do, yes or no, once they knew what's also what's mutter, they knew how to live their life, now they started going into all the thoughts behind it, and all of the, the chiv of the lave behind it. And I see they taka did it correctly. Oh, and then when some new question would arise itself, we told the sadinim that would be an, an offshoot, an offspring of laws, of halachas, Okay, a new Shiloh comes up. Let's delve into it. What would be in this case? Well, let's see. What if they would make meat organically grown? Would they have a dinner bosabakolov or not? It's not a practical question right now, but it's something that just came up. Okay, we have to discuss it if it would be. But they would not just delve into it with unending hypothetical discussions. But they would, something would come up, they would deal with it, um, might see him as dinam and and then bring out the din. They wouldn't preoccupy themselves, before it would come up a shayla they didn't say, well, what would be in that case? What would be in that case? Now again, in our yeshiva system, we mentioned this in the past, this is how they learn. They learn, what would be in this case? Will be an afkemina, maybe in that case, with uh, this, this the most foreign case that ever would have come up. Part of it is just to sharpen the mind and to go deep into the pilpalatera, which came, that, that whole method of learning came hundreds of years after the Chavis of Abbas. But that's, that is the way we learn. So the terrorist to that is, is that it's true. We have Sidurim, we have times when we learn that way. But we also have times where we have Seder Amusr and Seder for thinking about things and discussing these Chavis Halvavis. So once you have it incorporated into the Seder Alimud, then you can have a, a, a schedule like that.
So, if they would already have, based on all of the information they had previously, then they would delve into it and give a psak based on their knowledge. And if a question came up, they would analyze it with their logic, their clear thinking. If everybody would agree, this is the halacha, then they would say, this is the rule. If there will be a machloikis, a few said this way, a few said that way, they would go after the majority. Like it says about the Sanhedrin, if there's a disagreement, you go You go after the majority. Like the Sanhedrin, you ask a question to them, and if they already have the Kabbalah, what the Allah is, they would say it. And if not, they would say, this is our opinions, what do you say, what do you say, and then they would count up the number, go by majority. More said, it's tar, pure, tar. It was Tameh. And now we're going to end with one fascinating line. The Hebrew Mamaseches Ovois Musorim Vyashimidoisam Hamakubolois Mayem Kol Ish Pizmanai Vakaimai. And as the table of honor learns, the Chavzvav is saying, look, they learned obviously huge oceans of knowledge of Torah. But what was committed in those generations, he's talking about the generations of the Tanoim, 500 years prior to him. What did they learn and they committed to writing? Mesechtes Avos. You don't find all of the permutations of hypothetical questions that they ever came up with and that they committed to writing. But in the Mishnahis, you find they did Mesechtes Avos. Who are Yoimer? This. He used to always say this. Have a Mechabalus of the Kolomnipani of Sariyafes. Or have a Maktim Shalom of the Nechalodim. And have a Zor Bechvait Chavarchok Chvait Amokim. All of the Midas, all of the Chavis Halvavos is found in Mesechta Savas. And that they committed to writing and all of everybody's ideas they had in it, they obviously delved into it. And that would be their refrain, that would be their mantra. And that they put into writing. So he's bringing out, you see, by the fact that we have a Mesechta Savas, that itself underscores the fact that they did, they did delve into it and they did learn it properly. And that they committed to writing, as opposed to other ideas which were just simply hypothetical, that it seems that they relegated for just maybe discussion at best, or when it came up. So this is another proof that indeed, Chavazavavah says, this is the way to go, this is what we're supposed to, our obligation to delve into the Chavazavavah. Agutinah.